जान पहचान हो जीना आसान हो जान पहचान हो जीना आसान हो दिल को चुराने वालों आंख न चुराओ नाम तो बताओ जान पहचान हो जीना आसान हो जान पहचान हो जीना आसान हो दिल को चुराने वालों आंख न चुराओ नाम तो बताओ जान पहचान हो जीना आसान हो Rockin' it, rockin' it, rockin' like Dawkin'. Dokan? Is it Dokan or Dawkin'? I don't know who you're talking about. Dawkin'. Dawkin'. It's, it's lame either way you cut it. Yep. No matter how you slice it. CITR 101.9 on the FM dial. And 101.9 cable. And cable and www.citr, um, either MP3 or real audio stream. Really? Yes. Come up in the world. Coming up in the world. You lucky, lucky bastards. Moving on up. Moving on up. So, this is Ink Studs, the radio show about comics. And Kill today, that song. I'm grooving on it. I like it. Oh, this is the only on. time I've seen Colin dance. And that, you know what? Yeah. On that note, <laughs> song is off. Yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry, Colin. <laughs> Colin's crying. Kate, um, it's about what? Something after two, five after two. And we're doing a rare show. We're actually going to talk to each other instead of interviewing. Yeah. And I have Don King in the room with us today. Hello. Hello, Don. Thanks for having me. I really enjoy being here. <laughs> it's a fabulous experience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, as always, the uh, unimitatable Colin Upton, Vancouver's um, resident evil. Comics. Resident evil. <laughs> I hate you all. I was I was saying something nice. I was saying the resident, you know, Vancouver's mini comic, old fogey expert. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're like the the queen, <laughs> the queen mum of Vancouver mini comics. Let me tell you the time. Me and Alex Toth just went out. No. Yeah, Alex Toth won't do nothing with you. <laughs> I guess it doesn't help that he's in the hospital right now. Best wishes to Mr. Toth, and I hope. Yeah, you get well apparently soon. he's uh, ill. I understand yeah. Bob Burden's also ill. 
Yeah, yes. that's somebody mentioned that. To, you mentioned that this morning. Yes, I yeah. did. Mm. Well, best to uh, Bob and Alex. Yes, our the the ink studs. Warm wishes go out. I don't know if that's a good thing coming from us, but we do wish the best because we're not the luckiest group of boys. <laughs> we're just the studliest. Yes. This week we're talking about new comics. We were just listening to a track that I think was getting on someone's nerves. Mine. I think, Don's I think that nerves. was mine, yeah. It was off the uh, Ghost World soundtrack, and if you've seen the Ghost World movie uh, written by Daniel Klaus, which Don has not seen. I don't run out and see movies just because they're based on a comic book. He wrote the movie. It's a good okay. movie. Yeah. He wrote Okay, I'll take the your word movie. for it. Okay. Well, if they, Batman Begins was good, so shut it. And also, just on, on a side note, uh, um, Daniel Klaus has Art School Confidential coming out anytime. We've been saying that for a long time, but it should be out pretty fucking soon. Oh, mm-hmm. excuse me, I swore. On the air. <laughs> oh, now I'm going to owe 10 grand to the CRTC. Um, they yeah. hear this in the States, you know. Like I said... Uh, our school confidential and totally changing the topic is coming out uh, another movie by the team that put together Ghost World. Terry um, Zwigoff. Terry Zwigoff, who also did the Crumb documentary. documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good stuff. So what we're doing this week is last last what four months have been all interviews, and last time we actually talked about new comics that we've been reading was Christmas when we did 2005 in review, and we actually had another interview uh, book for today, but we had to postpone it. Um, so we'll be interviewing this person uh, soon. We have to still set up a date. Um, but we decided, hey, let's talk about what's come out in the last four months because I've got a lot of comics to mention. I'm looking, and Donald King there seems to have a list, and Colin's got a Colin's got a stack of stuff. Yeah. So maybe we'll take turns talking about what's good. All the stuff that we're talking about, you can pick up at most comic stores. Um, yeah. In Vancouver, there's RX Comics. There's uh, yeah, Rx, and, Rx Comics on Main and Broadway. Uh, comic Shop on 4th and Arbutus. Yeah. Um, and Book and Comic Emporium on Granville. Yeah, and actually, if you're from the Valley, too, there's like an Hourglass Comics in Port Moody. If, uh, that's a pretty good comic store, too, if you're uh, in the area. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. They're okay. Well, they're better than some of the, than that crappy one behind the Coquitlam Center, whatever the hell well, that was Well, let's called. not talk about yeah, that. let's not go there. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to know about that one. Yeah. I used to work at Hourglass, so. Oh, okay. Never but, mind. And they're embarrassing at last comic convention. School to you, Hourglass boys. Don't embarrass girls at comic conventions. It's not good for the boyfriends. <laughs> anyway. I had friends that had problems. Okay. I don't bring so, my girlfriend to the comic conventions because yeah. I'm not cool enough. Um, so, what have we been reading this year that's been good? I think all of us have different tastes, different topics, so that's kind of good. Mm-hmm. Um, with, a, with a little bit of crossover, though, A probably. little crossover. There's a little crossover. My stuff that I'm picking out is all actually pretty superhero-y. I'm ashamed to really? say to myself. <sighs> really? A lot of DC stuff here. Wow. Um, I got some other stuff. You know to throw what? In. Good for DC though. That means they're putting out some stuff that ain't bad. They're putting out some stuff that is not only not bad. It's good. Quite good, my friend. Okay. Quite good. Like what? Like what? Seven Soldiers of Victory by Grant Morrison. Really? Fabulous. Excellent. If you have not checked it out, check it out. Seven miniseries, um, all kind of slightly intertwined, but you could read any of them on their own. Uh, each one, different character. They don't interact with each other, but they're all fighting the same battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal favorites have been uh, Zatanna, with art by Ryan Suk. Mm-hmm. Incredible stuff. Uh, the Bulleteer. Mm-hmm. It's a weird take on uh, no, superhero on, fetishism. On Bullet Man. Kind on of, Bullet Man, yeah. yeah it's fabulous. Um, Frankenstein's been neat. Who mm-hmm. thought Frankenstein would be a good comic yeah. if it wasn't I, by Bernie Wrightson? I never thought I'd see a Clarion the Witch Boy comic, too. That's... And that's awesome. Really? Yeah, it's it was really good. I think Francis Irving, who is in that book that you're going to talk about later, mm-hmm. um, really fabulous. It's all really good. All different takes. Mm-hmm. The um, Shining Knight's another one, too. The Shining Knight, yeah, by uh, an Italian artist, uh, Simone something. Mm-hmm. Young, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. I really recommend it. It's unfortunately the ending is taking a little while to sum up. It's supposed to be done by now. Originally they had it scheduled, and they kept it to the schedule. This like schedule put out a year in advance, kept it up until like a month ago. That's th- th- there's a history of that in North American comics where you come up with eleven parts of the twelve part series and then tank for about three months. Before. I think it's pretty good for a thirty two issue series uh-huh. or thirty issues. Yeah, four seven issue miniseries. That's twenty eight, mm. and then uh, a Zero, seven soldiers, and the one 
So we're still waiting for the last Frankenstein and the Seven Soldiers number one. And the art in Seven Soldiers number one, apparently it's had to been it's been expanded from the original. It's already a big comic. And J.H. Williams the third in an interview, one of my favorite artists right now. He did Promethea, that guy. Promethea. Yeah. He did Des- uh, Desolation Jones, which we're going to talk about later with Warren Ellis. He did uh, some Starman stuff. He's fabulous. Uh, he's really one of the more underrated uh, artists out there right now. Well, he's not underrated. You know what? He's getting some good gigs. Mm-hmm. But more people need to check out his uh, stuff. Um, but Seven Soldiers, it's it's Grant Morrison really playing around. If you get turned off by Grant Morrison stuff like The Invisibles, but you still like him, give this a shot. It's it's neat. You can take it on so many different levels. DC, I think, has the first two trade paperbacks. It's going to be either three or four trade paperbacks out there. And uh, it's it's unique. I really I can't say enough about how good Seven Soldiers is. Everyone I know who's getting it is loving it. I know one guy that's like the only comics he buys. Really? Yeah. Actually, since we're talking about DC, I'm going to jump in. Shoot. Um, I think one of my favorite books that DC's put out in about the last 10 years is uh, the Solo book. Yes. Yeah, they are fantastic. Anybody out there that's interested in like specific, like checking out different artists do their thing. Tell us the concept of Solo. The Solo is basically, it's it's, um, basically giving uh, one artist free reign to do short stories on whatever they want sometimes relating to like the dc universe of like batman or those types of characters and and uh other times working with writers that they want to work with and just do short stories so like there's the, the um my favorite one so far is probably the teddy christensen one i was gonna say teddy christensen it one was, was fantastic pretty dope. And it starts off with the neil gaiman dead man story which was just beautiful yeah and uh and then uh, the darwin cook one was just stunning well, uh, it was darwin cook yeah it was darwin cook so uh, anybody out there uh, supporting canadian artists that would be one guy you might want to jump on because he's just fantastic not that he needs to support his stuff yeah he, he's awesome yeah he's working on the uh his next project he's working on is the uh spirit batman crossover yeah i've heard uh, written that. by jeff Loeb, and then he's gonna do an ongoing spirit series apparently that's what i heard but yeah, uh, yeah. odd spirit as we all know was done by late great will eisner mm-hmm. uh, went to silence the the solo books too they like they there was there have been some weird picks too like it's been like like teddy sergio is doing is gonna do an issue oh is he yeah i didn't know that uh, harold howard shaken did one um, word is the sergio one might be the last one. Oh really yeah tim sale yeah like a, actually I, I really like the um scott hampton one was the, awesome yeah that was really good it was it was interesting and and i actually liked the and howard shaken did one of the best short stories i've read by him it was the uh a powwow smith story which was just fantastic yeah it's, it's just this old western hero that he just used in a short story it was just fantastic just pulled out of nowhere yeah totally so check out solo seven soldiers of victory mm-hmm. and actually i just read that teddy speaking of teddy christensen too I, I read i finally read that it's a bird graphic novel oh written by steve siegel yeah that awesome that was awesome and i and I, I didn't wasn't sure what to expect but i bought it on the strength of the solo book that's why i bought it and it was really? great yeah it was great. yeah no steve siegel really he went out he he's one of those writers where when he writes good he writes good yeah he did the sandman mystery theater which was yeah, fantastic he did that he did uh house of secrets the the main series of that was good the follow-up to issue was kind of like eh. mm-hmm. but the series was good i really recommend that you can find those in bargain but it's no problem yeah. it's a bird if you want a new take on superman that's kind of a neat one because it's almost not about superman but it's, it's really yeah it's really it's interesting about, yeah just go with steve siegel's yeah. more underground stuff than not his superhero stuff mm-hmm. Colin looks like he wants to say something. Do you want to talk about Superman, Colin? <laughs> oh, I, I was just wondering. Uh, um, it's a bird. It's not about birds. No, yeah. it's it's supposed to be like it's a bird. It's a plane. Superman. Oh, that. Right, but it's, right. it's all about uh, him basically getting a gig writing Superman. It's it's sort of like him and his personal life. Like, does so he want an autobiographical comic kind, about kind of yeah writing yeah. Superman? Yeah, yeah, kind of. And that's no. what he used. It's as, exactly what it is. Yeah, and it was really uh, really interesting. Yeah, beautiful painting. Work. Yeah, I'm 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 sold on Teddy Christensen. If you uh, if you want to check out more Teddy Christensen stuff, I recommend uh, Grendel Four Devils One Hell. Mm-hmm. And like I said, written the solo. by James Robinson and the mm-hmm. solo. And uh, he also did the Sandman Midnight Theater. Yeah, written by Neil Gaiman and Matt Wagner. Mm-hmm. Excellent stuff. Yeah, I I love the Sandman Mystery Theater. That's one of my favorite comics ever. Yeah, I'd, it's good stuff. Yeah. You got something you want to throw in, Colin? So what do you what have you been buying lately? 
Uh, I just wanted to talk about a comic that uh, I've been getting quite a kick out of lately uh, called Action Philosophers. Mm-hmm. I think Action Philosophers. Philosophers. And it's uh, the two-fisted tales of philosophers and their sex lives. And it's uh, by a couple guys in the States. A Quinn Martin production. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. But uh, what they do is they have these biographies of uh, philosophers. They talk about their um, philosophies. And I've always been a big fan of teaching through comics, yeah. learning through comics. It's a great medium for it's that. It's a great medium. It's, and it's, you know, it's a way of... of conveying you know, information. Well, it's a way of conveying information. Okay, it's not <laughs> deep. It's cartoony, mm-hmm. but it's kind of jokey. I'm sure that if I was steeped in philosophy, I could argue some of the points that they make in this comic. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's fun, it's educational, and you know, you, you get an idea of what's involved with, philo- with various philosophers and their lives, and um, not only them, but the world they come from. Hmm. Yeah, it looks by, really interesting. Oh, oh, by the way, it's by... Fred Van Lent and Ryan Dunlavy. And uh, how many issues of them are there? I think there's about five issues now. They focus on, see, folks, well, there's the uh, World Domination Handbook with Machiavelli, Karl Marx, and Madonna. Uh, Madonna's about the cabal. Okay. Yeah. Kabbalah. Kabbalah. And Har- not, not to be mistaken with the city of Karbala. <laughs> that's, uh, no, that's issue four. Issue two is the all-sex issue with Thomas Jefferson. I had, Saint- to, check, I had to check that out just because it had sex on the cover. Yes, that I honestly did, yeah. Uh, Anne Rand, very sexy. Yeah. Uh, St. Augustine. Uh, then there was the action one, uh, number one, with Plato. Potaharma. Bariharma. Bariharma. Nietzsche. And issue three with Joseph Campbell, Carl Jung. And the latest issue, issue five, is all about the French philosophers. And it's amazing because I found out that even in comic book form, French philosophy makes no sense. Yeah, it never really did, did it? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, like, there's no way to make they just, sense out of French philosophy. French philosophy is like they do what they want to and then make up a reason for why they did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, actually, this, this kind of segues into one of the books um, th- that I actually liked uh, that came out recently. It was finally they came out with issue four of Schizo. And that, uh, oh, we did a show on that. Yeah, the Ivan Brunetti. Release. Yeah, because that was that was actually one that I really liked. But and one of the reasons I liked it was because he did a couple biographies on like Soren Kierkegaard was the mm-hmm. philosopher and uh, Piet Mondrian, the 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 modern artist, which I really found. He, he did it in, in in sort of the style of a of a Mondrian painting, if you know it, with the, like the red, yellow, blue, and black squares. You know, it's just beautiful. Like I got I thought that this was finally an issue where he kind of went a little bit nuts and and like visually did something interesting. Well, he went outside of himself. Yeah, and it's in just, a big way. And and it's and it's all color, and it's like every every um, it, it it is sort of the same type of story that you would expect from him. Um, but a lot of the stuff, yeah, I didn't really expect, like like a lot of biographies and things like that. I just that. wasn't offended enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Actually, where's, that's where's true. Jesus masturbating with his stigmata? You know, that's yeah. Ivan Benetti. Muhammad like. with his mittens, his bomb mittens. That was someone else. Yeah. Okay. We're not mentioning that one on air. Oh, okay, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to depict Muhammad on the air. <laughs> no, I just want to respect the livelihood of the person that drew that. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, is it my turn for something I've enjoyed? Yeah, I just jumped in there because it was a nice segue. It was a good segue. And we're doing like a little a little circle talk here. Yeah. Um, one that's a good time to get on for a new series is uh, American Virgin, also by Steve Siegel, uh, drawn by Becky Cloonan, who did the demo 12-issue uh, uh, maxi-series with Brian Wood last year. That was a fabulous, fabulous series. Um demo and you can find the graphic novel for it it was collected in a pretty cheap uh cost efficient collection but american virgin is a really neat take on uh religion and um i don't know a young man who has the ideals of you know being a virgin till married and uh, his whole life falls apart and goes to crap and it's how it kind of deals with it but it's also got some like Excitement, adventure, and guns and who, violence. Who, uh, is, is, it a, is, is it a superhero comic? It's Vertigo. 
It oh. is Vertigo. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen the covers. They're really pretty. They're, yeah, uh, Frank Wheatley covers. Yeah, totally ornate. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, I really recommend it. Two issues. Becky Cloonan's art is, well, she's really developing and really she's going to be a big name. Do you think it really needs the guns, though, and the action of the adventure? I think he just wants to tell a fun story. Uh You know? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, I was watching TV the other night, just flipping channels, and I was like, like, how often, like, in real life do you come across somebody who is a private detective? But on TV, it's like, like, you'd think that, like, a quarter of the United States were, like, the 25% of the population were private detectives because every show concentrates on somebody that, that just happens to be a private detective. Do I need to remind you guys that this is a comic show? Okay. Where everything anyway. is incredibly unreal? Okay. Yeah. What? Really, Colin, there are no action philosophers. <laughs> Most philosophers were very reluctant to leave their desks. And had drinking habits, probably. I think the title is meant to be habits. ironic. Yeah. What? Yes. What? That's like two-fisted something. Two-fisted Accountants. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to throw in a quick the song. Fighting the Fighting Amish. The Fighting Amish. Yeah. You guys are odd ones. I'm just going to throw in a quick track here. Um, about 20 past. If you want to call in and let us know of comics you've been reading lately that have really been standing out above the par... Let us know. Up now is uh, oh the phone number here eight two 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 four eight seven. I'm just gonna listen to David Bowie's Life on Mars off Hunky Dory. It's a god awful small affair to the girl with the mousy hair, but her mummy is yelling no, and her daddy has told her to go, but her friend is nowhere to be seen. Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seats with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools
jazz hands. Yeah. CITR 101.9 FM, 101.9 cable. Uh, I, I quite appreciate it, you know? <laughs> At least he knows the station number. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to get into that. So what other good comics have you read Well, recently? we did actually. Someone just called in to mention Castle Waiting, and I am going to back this up. Uh, Castle Waiting, 12-issue, uh, I think, series by Linda Medley about an odd uh, kind of... I don't know. Nunnery it's like convent. <laughs> weird, like castle. It's like got fairy tales mixed in with like you ever watch the TV show Carnival? There's a little bit of that, but not like the the super negative parts. It's a really positive, really good read, really gorgeous art. She really mm -hmm. like pretty. Quite good. Are you rubbing your nose on the mic? No, I'm rubbing my forehead on the mic guard. Okay, it's just an, an old habit. It means I'm near the mic. Okay. That's good, Don. Okay, I'm doing um, that too. Yeah. Okay, you guys are both making me uncomfortable. So you you also read Castle Waiting, right, Paul? Yeah, I found it delightful. Delightful. Yeah. It's it's a highly recommended read. Uh, Linda Medley, she's gonna have a new book coming out in May, a collection of all the Castle Waiting stuff from Fanographics, and we'll probably be interviewing her near the end of May. Um, I know she's gonna be doing some kind of signing in Seattle. Oh, really? In May. Yeah. yeah. As far as I know, I think that's that's where it is. Some book thing. Um, yeah, check it out. Castle waiting. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, and you know, I was reluctant at first. Like, oh no. You thought it was a little too girly? That, I thought it was a little too girly, a little too Judson Dragons. It, it looked a little, mm. like, my, my first impression of just seeing it visually, it reminded me of... Kind of bone. Of, of like, of like the, the dreaming or something, like the, like sort of the Sandman realm, like with these kind of mixes of hmm. fan, fairy tale characters and stuff. But anyway. But it's good. It's good. I highly recommend it. Check it out. Um... Pick up the separate issues if you see them. Um, the last one to mention stuff was me, so mm -hmm. I think either Don or Colin. Don has something he's Colin. Been, did well, do actually, it. Uh, been, sorry, I mix you guys up. Yeah, we look the same. Don and I actually brought in the same book, mm -hmm. The Innocence by Gippy. Who yeah, I think uh, it's G GP. 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 He's yeah. a he's an Italian guy, and uh, One of the complaints I've always made about European artists is that. They have beautiful art, but very often they don't have a very good story to tell. Yes, amen. But, but The Innocence has actually got a really nice, understated story. Subtle, yeah. Subtle story, well-written. Uh, the art reminds me of Baru, mm -hmm. and I just found it a very satisfying read. So did I. And it was like one of those ones when I looked at it, and I thought, this looks really pretty. I'm buying it. And I actually enjoyed the read, and I wasn't expecting to. It was, it was well done. Beautiful it's, wash. It's like a some sort of ink wash or something on like a toned paper. I think it's like yeah. It's one of a new series of books from Fantagraphics that have come out in a, a nice magazine size format yeah. with nice paper. What is it, the and, Coco Nino Press. Coco Nino Press and Fantagraphics Books, mm -hmm. uh, translated by Kim Thompson, who apparently knows Italian as well as French. French. Yeah, he's he's a man of uh, many languages. Does he? Is there anything he can't do? No, I think he can fly. <laughs> Um, Kim Thompson, comic book superhero. Yeah, man. <laughs> in real life. The man can fly. Now, uh, they've also put out a book. Um, this is a nice segue. The, the, the other book that they put out that I actually... Um, oh, Matati. Yeah, that I, I, I had to get was, was Matati. Lorenzo Matati, an Italian... Um, he's mostly known for his... his um, uh, fires? No, yeah, Fires and Murmur, the graphic mm -hmm. novels that he put out years ago. But uh, he, he normally works uh, for, like, Italian Vogue doing fashion illustration with um, oil pastels. And they just put out this book called Chimera. Um, the same as... Uh, it's, it's from Fantagraphics on the Coconino Press. And, it, and it's this weird, um, strange sort of dream tale all done in uh, pen and ink, which I normally don't see stuff by him in pen and ink. So it's a little bit different. And uh, anyway, I had to have it. Cause it's a progression from really nice, sparse drawings to, like... So someone's yeah. spilt ink on the page. Yeah, it's really. It, it reminded me actually a little bit of um, of sort of the tone of the story. Reminded me of uh, something that, that Rebecca Dart did with her uh, well, rabbit's head sort of thing. It's got that that sort of dreamlike quality that you see yes. in so much of Matadi's work. Yeah, totally. It's very different. Matadi. You don't it's, you don't see it too often. You know. The name's just fun to say. Matadi. And uh, you know what? It's like I'm I'm always looking forward to it because uh, I'm always looking forward to Matadi because he barely puts out anything in English. And uh, this is a guy that I'm always holding my, you know, crossing my fingers because um, 
Sean from um, Sophia Books, by the way, is another place you can get graphic novels downtown. Yes. Sophia Books. And a lot of, Hastings. especially a lot of the f any foreign stuff. Yeah, That's if you're looking for any graphic novels in any foreign language, go to Sophia's. It's on Hastings and Richards, I believe, or something yep. like that. And uh, Sean uh, runs a good ship there. He uh, he's he's totally expanding the graphic novel line. And they're actually they were trying to get Matadi to come to town one time. So I'm as actually maybe they will surprised. yet. Eventually, they're they're going to get him. I hope so. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah. So what else have you read, Robin? Me? Mom. The new Mom book. Mm -hmm. The Winter 2006. Yeah. Excellent. It's another book by Fantagraphics, which is a fairly consistent company. Yeah, Fantagraphics, and I think like a couple of years ago, they weren't pumping out as much goodness, but these last couple of years, yeah. it's really jumped up and like gotten back into being like, you know, yeah. this, this fabulous stuff. It's like just a whole just diverse line of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's old put, and new. and uh, drawn in quarterly back yeah. in their Canadian place. Yeah, it's like it, it. It's like I've I've always thought that drawn and quarterly and Fantagraphics sort of complement each other really well because they both and 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 top shelf like they're they're good ind independent publishers that have like a mix of old, new, foreign, domestic, and and sort of mainstream and maybe not so mainstream. They kind of cross over a lot. So what is Mom? It's an anthology. It's an anthology in the spirit of uh, Weirdo. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that what they said? And it's basically a uh, same revolving group of artists uh, designed and kind of curated by Jordan Crane who uh, has a new series coming out soon. Actual comics, separate issues, which I'm looking forward to. Hmm. And this issue uh, has a nice, big, thick story by David B., mm -hmm. uh, who did the epileptic book, which I have at home, which I'm uh, looking forward to consuming over the weekend when I go to town. Hmm. Um, it's got this really neat story. And you were pointing this out, and you really thought it was neat, uh, by Anders Nilsson. Mm -hmm. um, and it's quite neat. It's really, like, minimal. No, uh, yeah. at, at first, like, you're kind of like, uh... Uh, but it's, it's actually and he's part, part of the holy consumption that we spoke with uh, Jeffrey Brown about last week. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, I just it's it's like so minimal, but it's 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 a it's a it's almost like a a real elementary use of color, but it works really well. Like it's yeah, just, it's it's really good storytelling. Yeah, he did a the last page of that story. Yeah, Colin's doing this something smells look on his face. <laughs> And another issue, he did a yeah, neat that's, thing. That's pretty. He did, he did. I think it was him that did the one with like photographs in the background and stuff, like weird scenescape. Um, other people there that I've really liked, Gabriel Bell, her stuff in there is awesome. I really recommend checking her out. Um, that's uh, Kurt Wolfgang, I think, that Collins pointed out there. Uh, Joe Bennett, who I hadn't heard of before. Uh, I'm gonna hunt down more stuff by him. I think he just has some minis. But Jeffrey Brown's awesome. in here. Jeffrey Brown that we interviewed last week is in is in there and uh, this guy I like yeah that's uh, Joe Bennett uh -huh. I was talking about yeah I hope yeah. Um, his stuff's fabulous I'm gonna email him and say I want your minis because it's <laughs> it's awesome his mm -hmm. all his stories have been great he did this weird one about like cannibal pigeons <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome it was oh just and this... the KFC turkey uh, chicken bone yeah the guy throws a chicken bone and watches the pigeons go crazy I think it was the same guy and it was just like yeah. You're going. You're, you're cannibals. What would be like if I ate my head? It was. It was funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. So check out Mom. Um, quarterly series put up by Fantagraphics. Um, really, it's about 130 issues. So for the for the amount of content that's in it, 130 pages. 130 <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of money. It's about 130 issues, but you should go up and buy it right now. Yeah. 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 Get this Erebus now. Yeah. Now that it's done. Um, it's a good series. Mom, uh, three issues so far, about 130 pages. I think 128 is the page count. Uh, revolving group of people. Um, let's see. Martin Kendreda, Anders Nilsson, Jonathan... Oh, it's Jonathan Bennett, R. Kukio, uh, Johnson Kuko, uh, David Heatley, Kurt Wolfgang, Andres Arp, Gabriel Bell, Jeffrey Brown. Uh, Sophie Crumb is in some of them. Mm. Um, the mm -hmm. daughter of Robert Crumb. You're not a fan, John? Not, not particularly. Not dancing. Well, I mean, there's always the question of would she actually be in there if she wasn't a crumb? No, I think the answer is no, but uh, we're not going to get into gonna, that. I will argue because I actually uh, I understand the stuff she's doing. Mm. Uh -huh. It's very uh, New York Krusty Punk. It is that, yeah. yeah and but I, it, but it is, but is, uh, it's also not, uh, and not much of a standout from anything else like that. I, you know, I think it's good. I think she's got some good talent in there. So it's, this isn't like a New York-based no. anthology. No, international. David B. is French, I think. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, I was telling you about the uh, the Legionnaires in uh, epileptic. I, actually, I should also uh, this is this is a good segue. Dave, David B. is in uh, he's he's showcased in the new Comics Journal magazine. Yes, he's the feature interview. 
And uh, I actually, one of my monthly reads is the Comics Journal. That's one thing I've, I always pick up because it's... Uh, it's fascinating. It has like a lot, a uh, lot of news with regards to comic books. It keeps you updated on anything going on. You know, like what that um, has obituaries for any of the old old guys from the golden age that have been dying. Oh, uh, Seth Fisher died. Just found out. You know, I guess you guys probably talked yeah, about that before. Yeah, we talked about that a while ago. Yeah, it more got revealed of his uh, untimely demise. All I gotta say is, dude, you're not Spider-Man. Yeah, don't climb buildings and fall off. That's all we can say. But uh, anyway, the new comic journal also has a, a, a. It was the the first time I've ever seen any of the uh, the much uh, debated Danish Muhammad cartoons. You, you didn't look them up online. I didn't. Uh, somebody sent me one of them on an email, and that was it. But I got to see them all in the new comics journal because they're not afraid to publish news. They got balls, dog. They'll, they'll, they'll publish news. This is this is the biggest comic news story of all time, basically, yeah. and they published it. So, what's neat is uh, when I was ta- I was taking poli sci. I'm a poli sci student at Gare right now, and mm-hmm. last semester my. Uh, Prof in international relations uh, gave me this, uh, or let me this. Uh, I think it was a new internationalist, mm-hmm. some political science rag, and uh, it was a comic focused one. No, really, mostly about like editorial cartoonists and stuff, yeah, political yeah. cartoonists. But there's actually a fair amount of cartoonists that've been killed for yeah, for you know being cartoonists, well, mocking I, the yeah, overseas. That's that's not nothing new. I, Hitler I, I, didn't I, like cartoonists. Yeah. More reasons we don't like Hitler. Well, that's why that's why Mad Magazine got a couple good cartoonists because they were fleeing Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Proheus was from Cuba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I know at least one car- Palestinian cartoonist was assassinated because he made fun of Yasser Arafat's wife. <laughs> see, I make. I, you see, that's what's great about living in this, in this country is that I make fun of Yasser Arafat's wife like every two days, and no one gives me grief about it. <laughs> Yeah, she's I think a, that's she's also a, because two she's people a, are listening to she, you. Though. She's a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. You never even met her. I know. I'm just being funny. I don't even know he had a wife. I know. You know I don't. It's it, like... She's probably dead anyway. I'm, I'm, I'll be dead soon. So anyway. <laughs> that's what has been declared. Okay. So, so what else? I like they... to make this clear. This is not <laughs> mine or Colin's viewpoint. Yeah. Don just took I his do own represent, point. In I his do own. represent the viewpoint of the radio station, though, I believe. Don't I? Or no. Or no, 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 I don't. No. I don't. Okay. The city of Coquitlam. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Coquitlam. Yeah. Go bomb Coquitlam. Oh, it's just all a good fun. It's a cartoon. <laughs> Whatever. That wasn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, over- I, I'm laughing. I'm wondering if, if, if there's actually... Should anybody, I just... If there, is there, are there cartoonists on Amnesty International's list? Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't Don know. will be on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I deserve to be. No, you, yeah. Yeah, you deserve a slap <laughs> is what you deserve. Okay, you know what? I'm going to talk about... I'm totally yeah, what else has come out? What else has come out? Um, Ghosts of Hoppers by Love and Rockets. Uh, Jaime Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Jaime, Zaime, Shime? Jaime. 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 Mm-hmm. I've always known it as Jaime. It's Jaime. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. Jaime. You know what? Jaime. I am uber gringo. Yes. <laughs> um, his latest book about the saga of Maggie, fabulous. My favorite yet. Really? Dark, dreary, hmm. just depressing as all hell. That usually makes stuff better, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and on it, you prefer them prefer the dark and dreary, aging Maggie to the punk rock. Yeah, punk, punk, punk rock, rock, chipper, pseudo lesbians. Don't yeah. thrill me. That sounds a little contrived. Oh. But um, his. Especially if they're cute. <laughs> yeah, anyway. we hate people like that. Yeah, it just doesn't, Don, happen, doesn't happen Don, in real life. Don, 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 just okay. take a minute. <laughs> just breathe. Okay, so okay. on more uh, Mr. Hernandez news, Chris Ware's uh, serial in the uh, New York Times Sunday edition is uh, winding up where he's been doing the, the building stories, uh-huh. which I haven't seen any, but I'm looking forward to reading them. Mm-hmm. The next one is going to be Maggie Stories by Jaime. It, wow. it where? In New York Times Sunday edition. Yeah, because they wow. don't make full color pages. Because the, the New York Times traditionally doesn't run comics. No. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Chris Ware was the first one. Mm-hmm. And they picked a winner. Hernandez and uh, Jaime will be the second? Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so good for you, Jaime. Um, we're hoping to be interviewing uh, both brothers, Jaime and uh, Bito, mm-hmm. uh, soon. Um, I haven't gotten into Bito's stuff as much, but I picked up the big Palomar book the other day, and I'm going to read it this weekend. It's Beto. 500 pages. Beto? 
I think it's Beto. Beto, like Beethoven. Ilberto. Ilberto. Beto. Beto. Like I said, Uber Gringo here. <laughs> yeah. The I Hernandez Brothers. The, yeah. Los Bros Hernandez. Yes. Los Bros. Los Bros. Los Bros. Los Bros. Um, I'm going to put another song soon. Why? Let's just keep going. Who's, you want to keep going? Yeah, okay. keep going. We got stuff to talk about. Okay. What else? What else came out you like? And you said we have lots. Okay. Well, I was just I'll the last you. three. Okay. Swallow. I'm going to talk about my Swallow book. Volume 2 of Swallow came out. It's a book put together. It's an art book, basically, put together uh, of, of like cartoonists and illustrators that kind of cross over um, by Ashley Wood. Is that his name? Yep. Ashley Wood. And uh, in, in the it's second... Ashley Wood, the artist who doesn't sleep. Yeah, and it's like the... Uh, the, the second volume, it's got stuff by Kent Williams. It's got stuff by uh, Jim Mahfood. Um, Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander, Not yeah. the guy who married Britney Spears and not the guy who was on Seinfeld. Yeah, but another guy. Who is going to be in The Escapist with Steve mm -hmm. Rolston. Yeah, and this, it's got James Jean, I think, is in here. Yeah, uh, I was talking uh, about him. James Jean's uh, great Glenn stuff. Barr is a fantastic illustrator. Um, and I totally recommend it. This is, like, this is sort of like new painting you know I, I i'm not a guy to go out and buy an art book and it's and this one was just fantastic it's just so many different styles and they're all well done i'm gonna say it looks neat it's still a bit yeah up. and or even the first the first volume of swallow is actually a lot cheaper and it's a lot thinner it's about half the price and it even has it has um what's his name uh drawing a blank here anyway same a, a, a lot of the same a lot of the same actors or actors a lot of the same artists, artists. it's good stuff yeah it, it is really pretty art take a look it actually has been selling off the racks of bookstores yeah, too and it should because it's a bloody nice book um mr colin you have a book there you were waving in my face well it's the new graphic novel by uh the incredible Tony Millionaire. Now is this uh, Tony? Now has he done graphic novels before? He's done sock monkey comics that have been collected into graphic novels. And he's done, he's his, done a couple little storybooks too that were. But you this know. is like a a significant graphic novel. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, it's the first full length graphic novel by uh, Tony Millionaire, and it's got that bizarre fantasy dreamlike quality, which is at the same time rather. Whimsical and dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of strange. It's kind of creepy looking. Yeah, it's like uh, Billy Hazelnuts is a thing, that, is a creature that the mice invented. They they put him together with stuff from the garbage, and his eyes were made with from flies, and and they made him alive by chanting "Get alive, get alive," and the hazelnuts fights the cat. And he, uh, <laughs> well, they go on in these these bizarre adventures. There's Looks robot great. alligators on ships that that fly and walk. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it it has that weird sort of 1800s illustrated storybook look to it. But it's really creepy and strange. Plus, it's got it's actually a little more cartoony than some of Tony Millionaire's work. I mean, Tony mm. Millionaire is just incredible rendering. Yeah, you know. You know his ships and his whole sort of very nineteenth century yeah. East Coast Americana sense that he has in so many of his cartoons. This is a, a little more cartoony, but sometimes you just come across that this they're very maritime. They always yeah. end up going out to sea somewhere. You just come across these little Growing bits of beard. brilliance. <laughs> what was that? Growing a beard. <laughs> Anybody with a beard to me is a sailor. It's just the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, uh, one of the characters goes to the valley where the planets are, and they try to question the shooting stars. But by the time the shooting stars go past, they they, they have no time to answer. And it's just. <laughs> well, that's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. It's it's full of weirdness. It's. Uh, Weirdness is goodness in the Ink Studs book. Yeah. This is CITR 101.9 FM. i got to mention that every once in a while. If you want to okay. call in and tell us about new comics you've read that you've loved, 604-822-2487. Now you can talk, Don. Yeah, and I was also going to say, if you can't get CITR because you live more than two miles from here, um, <laughs> you, what you might want to do, this is what I did out in Coquitlam, is you basically just plug your cable vision into your stereo and you can get it. So try that. That's what it took for me to get it. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, um, 
uh, as a new segue, is, is this going from an old school style to actually old comics, is that a lot of the major companies and a lot of independent publishers now are actually doing a great job in reprinting old material that you, was never available before. And um, recently, um, that they've been putting out this, this one book, one of my favorite books that's been coming out, is the Alex Toth Reader. And Alex Toth, for those well, of you that are it's a series. It's actually turning into a series where it's like um, just books reprinting all his Dell work and work for like new sta or standard press and all these alternative publishers from the 50s. And like for anybody that doesn't know, Alex Toth is an artist artist. He's the guy that designed Space Ghost and he's like an old illustrator and he used to do um, comics of, of like all these old movies and because Dell... Uh, Western Publishing was one of the largest pub it was the largest comic book publisher in the world when it was in power in the in the 50s when it was going strong and uh basically it did all the licensing for 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 Walt Disney for Warner Brothers animation for Hanna-Barbera and for um any uh movie adaptations Don live in, lives and breathes Alex Toth Well not really but uh, in yeah. this case uh, anyway they reprint like a lot of they've been reprinting like the Land Unknown which he was f really famous for the Time Machine um, you know, I think they're going to be reprinting like Gun Glory and, and like 77 Sunset Strip and all these like small adventure uh, things that he did in the 50s that have never been available. And they're all fantastic to look at. They look really great. And how are the stories? This, a lot of the stories hold up. Actually, the ones that hold up the best are actually the, the adaptations of movies because to be made into a movie back then, it at least had to have a point, a plot, you know. And basically, he does a good job, job of adapting it. He actually even adapted like Darby O'Gill and the Little People for Disney, and he adapted like Zorro, and, and they're all really fantastic. I'd like to segue uh -huh. onto the uh, DC printing the House of Mystery. The Showcase Presents books. This is what we're yes. getting into, right? Yeah, and uh, Alex Toth actually has a fair amount of stuff in that book. Mm -hmm. um, as well as Neil Adams, Bernie Wrightson, Mike Kaluta, um, anyone who's good yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, well, does DC just started, like Marvel has been putting out the uh, the essential Marvel, which were like 500-page black and white reprints of stuff from the 60s or the 70s that you can't get anywhere. But they've been going to the point of doing like the uh, yeah, essential so, Power Man yeah, Iron Fist. Yeah, the, the essential Werewolf by Night. But, uh, but, but DC has finally jumped on the bandwagon and started reprinting stuff that's never been available. So they've reprinted uh, the first 30 issues of Jonah Hex, including all the short stories. Fantastic. I, if you like old Western stories... Get the Jonah Hex book. It's it's great. I'd pass on the Metamorpho one because I actually spent money on that too, and it wasn't uh, very interesting. Uh, All I have is the uh, House of Mystery one. I was looking at the Justice League one. That's kind of yeah. Dope. It's got I'm old waiting. Mike Sikowski stuff. You got to really like. You have to have a taste for that. I'm waiting for the Batman book. Yeah, they've actually have just put out um, the, the 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 Jack Kirby Green Green Arrow one. That yeah. reprints a lot of old Green Arrow stuff. And the one that looks really good that I I've, I've already got most of them is the Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. It reprints all the old Gil Kane Green Lantern stories. Not big on Gil Kane. Yeah. Well, he's okay. You know, okay. he's, he had his moments in the sun, and that was one of them. And also, I should also mention that I, uh, for the DC or the Marvel Essentials, um, this didn't come out recently, but I finally started reading Iron Man Volume One. It's all old, old Don Heck stuff. I love it. It's it's like Cold War stories. I, I totally recommend it. I think it was a it's a really light read. That's oh, he, he didn't like done. commies. Yeah, the, the whole thing is about the, the, like the communists trying to steal crap from Iron Man. You know. It's awesome. Anyway, watch out for those Marxists yeah. and those Leninists, those Trotskyites. 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 Yeah. I just gotta have a little bit of comic news. Um, Comic Con next. No. The Sunday after next. The 30th, on the thirtieth. Mm -hmm. uh, Brandon Graham, who did the cover for the most recent issue of Cinema Sewer, will be the featured artist as well as Steve Rolson, who we had on here a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, this Saturday. Oh, and the comic convention is at the Heritage Hall at 15th and Main. Mm -hmm. Check it out. I'll be there buying comics. And this Saturday is the... Comic Jam. Yeah, the monthly comic jam. Come and uh, just sit around and drink or draw pictures with us. We're all going to be down at the... Uh, Jolly Alderman. The Jolly Alderman, which is on Canby and uh, 12th. Granby, uh, Canby and Grandview Highway, right on the corner. 12th. Yeah. 12th on. 12th, that's what I said. What did I say? Grandview Highway is over like near commercial. No, that's Grandview Highway turns into 12th. Yeah, but it's not Grandview Highway there. Okay, it's 12th. Anyway, it's the Jolly Alderman right and on the Camby. corner. Yeah, and can be over by City Hall. Uh, check it out. It starts about like around eight o'clock. Normally, everybody starts showing up, so you get to see us drunk. It's always fun. 
I won't be there. Unfortunately, I'll be in Victoria. Okay, I'll, I'll drink for you too. I yeah. may not be there. I have a opening to go to. I'll drink for all three of us. At the yeah, drinking for Colin is like you know you could not drink and you'd be drinking for Colin. Yes. Uh, on Saturday, I'll be at the Lucky Red, which is the new name for the new tiny gallery. Oh, really? Down in Chinatown. Yeah, it's being rebranded. It's now the Lucky Red. Then the t- Saturday is the opening show. Better dead. Better red than dead. Better red than dead. Well, I'm going to go somewhere and wear pink. <laughs> wow. <laughs> For the weekend, just to be different. Yep. No, I'll be wearing black that day. Uh, uh, I got another comic that I like. Yeah? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And what? No, uh, what? Come on. I, I think it's, this came out, I don't know if it's been in the last four months, but it was pretty close, was the John Porcelino book. The uh, mosquito abatement man. Oh, I looked at that. I yeah. was looking at that today. I really like John Porcelino. I've I've actually met him last I've weekend. I've never heard of this one. It's uh yeah, it's one of the book that it, it 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 reprints all the stories that he wrote about being a mosquito abatement man in Illinois, where he would oh. like have to go and test for the amounts of mosquitoes. John Porcelino, who is the king of mini comics. Yeah, king the, the cat, king cat of king mini cat comics dot com. Yeah, he's uh it's king slash what is it. King hyphen cat comics, I think it is. Um, I actually got to meet him at the Alternative Press Expo in San Francisco last, uh, was it two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And, uh, really neat guy. Yeah. Kind of flaky. But, uh, he really does great little short comic stories that are really accessible. Don, always looking for a chance to put in a dig anywhere. Oh. I'm just saying, he seemed like a kind of a flaky guy. But, uh, a anyway. flaky cartoonist? Yeah, I know. Who would have thought? I know. They're not hard to come by. But uh, anyway, he does these great minimalistic stories, and he actually is one of the people that makes it look easy. Like the, the, the stories read so easy that you think that you could do it to make it as entertaining, and usually people can't. But uh, anyway, Mosquito Abatement Man. Check it out. That's the first um, volume of stuff released by him. I think he has as, another. He has another. There was another one. Double. It's called. It's called Perfect Example. Was the first one put out, and then uh, the Mosquito Abatement Man is the only other one that's actually come out to this Lucky's date. has both of them. Yes. Yes. And Aaron, I think, has got both of them too. At the, at I saw RX the Comics. Mosquito one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I actually... Um, More um, comics out there than we know what to do with yeah. folks. <laughs> yeah, because like, a perfect example actually came out from, I think it was Top Shelf or something, like about 10 years ago. I have a uh, Fanagraphics thing, and then uh-huh. uh, Colin has another Fanagraphics yeah. thing. I picked up the Beasts and Priests, The Art of Jim Blanchard. Who I met oh in Oh my Ape. goodness. I met Jim Blanchard, and he's awesome. It's uh, just him doing um, faces. Yeah, oh, it's so a like, good portraiture. It's sort of like a excellent. Friedman sort of looking thing. Better than I don't like Friedman because it uh-huh. looks like everyone has a million zits. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This is a little bit nicer. Whenever yeah. I met Jim Blanchard, I was afraid he might punch me. Actually, he seemed pretty. Maybe he's mellowed in his old age. But I met him at down at San Francisco, and he, he was a really pleasant guy. And I chatted with him for a few minutes. Finally, got to meet him. We had corresponded before, so that was uh, that was really great. Yes, t- tell them the story, Don. Oh no, he just. Uh, there isn't much of a story. I'm actually going to tell you this, though. He told me the story about how he uh, got to meet Akira Kurosawa, which oh. I found really fascinating because he went to the... Uh, him and his friend crashed uh, the Academy Awards one year, and apparently he got introduced to Akira Kurosawa, which was, I thought, really fascinating. Obviously, you can't crash it anymore. Yeah, you yeah. Get shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't crash nothing no more. But anyway, that was really interesting. He's a neat guy. And he's from he lives in Bellingham, too. So yeah, kind of local. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh. Kind of local. Yeah, I consider that local. What you got there, Colin? Well, uh, I've been digging into a gorgeous reprint series from Fantagraphics, The Complete Peanuts. And uh, Charles Schultz is one of those people that was just sort of always there when I was growing up. Yeah, you, you, you never of, really thought of him as, as yeah. a cartoonist because he was just part of the air you breathe. Yeah, yeah, he was on every T-shirt, so you didn't really pay attention anymore. Yeah, yeah. But when I go back and I reread... Because I've seen a lot of these. I mean, we're going back to 1953, 1952. I think the first collection. This is the second collection, mm-hmm. and it's it. It's just amazing the work when you think about it. Yeah. And I like it. it, it I'm actually, not even sure if I would say that that this stuff is actually all that funny. It's, laugh a, it's out kind loud. of it's kind of darker. Like it's, it's kind dark of dark and kind of sad. Yeah, it's kind of sad. That's a good way of putting it. The old peanuts was sad, and uh, and I actually liked it more. Yeah, yeah. and. 
I realized reading this that uh, Charles Schultz provided me with a template for my childhood depression. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Charles Schultz. You've given us Colin Upton. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he gave me a way of being young and depressed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I and the Seth designed beautiful graphics editions beautiful are... Package. Um, they, 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 they also come across as a little dark, a little sad. Some people thought they were too dark and uh -huh. too sad. But I think they fit the subject perfectly. And I think it's easy for us to forget how important a figure Charles Schultz was yeah. for cartoonists. And, and I just want to say, we're going to be doing a show uh, possibly within the next, either next month or month after, specifically on Charles Schultz. I hope you'll be joining us that for Don oh, King. Oh, maybe I will. Um, you know what? Speaking of like older, darker stuff, I just thought of this. This other book that I really would recommend for people is The Pushman and Other Stories. Oh, that is excellent. By Yoshihiro Tatsumi. That was on our Best of 2005. It was fantastic. And it's... I, I've, it's it's the finally, it's uh, drawn a quarterly. Has finally started to release the works of this great um, Japanese cartoonist. That the he started the in father the, of Japanese alternative comics. Yeah, and these stories they ring fresh today. They were written in like the '60s, and you'd never be able to tell by the tone of them. And he's actually if you be, like Adrian Tomine, read it. Yeah, oh, it's even better than that. And well, and and, and uh, he's actually Ooh. going to be uh, at, for the first time coming to the San Diego Comic Con this year. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you for coming, boys. Next week we'll. Is that we'll it? You're just bum rushing us out the door? I am, actually. Okay. We've got done. another show coming. Okay. Yeah, uh, Rhymes and Reasons up next. Next week we'll be speaking with Rick Geary. Um, on the 18th, we will be speaking with Jason Turner about his new book. Mm -hmm. um, I've met him. <laughs> yeah. Don't give him what a What an drink. accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't lend him your digital camera when he's been drinking. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, up next, Rhymes and Reasons, I'm just going to play some Kid 606 to kind of segue. The song is Fat with a PhD. All right, every, everybody take care. If you know me, you'll know the song. Say what? 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 Say what?